This week's episode of Here's I Don't Get is brought to you in part by Holiday Spirit. Holiday Spirit, something everyone in this podcast is severely lacking. Hello, and welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only intercontinental podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tab Burt. With me today, the longest consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network, longest running host, Tim the Handlebreaker. How's it going? It's going great. How are you, Tim? I'm good. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Are you uh, filled with the, the Holy Spirit of giving this holiday season? Oh, yeah. He's right. He's right up in there. I Just had forced myself the, in there. Yeah, we had the office Christmas party today. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's all the things. Uh, of course, Mexican food catering. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You Not, know, the, 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 the same the old, same old. <laughs> A white elephant gift uh, exchange where the cap was $10. Yeah. And let me tell you something, Tim. A $10 cap. Fucking impossible to buy anything for in Joe Biden's America. Apparently, yeah, yeah, they didn't. I was like, they didn't account for inflation. Yeah, I was like, oh, there's a bunch of theater people. Maybe I'll see if I can find like a decent flashlight. And I'm, I'm on Amazon. Yeah, I was like, yeah. flashlights sort by cost less than you know forty dollars, twelve dollars, and yeah. it's like, uh, here's one of those little like pen click lights. Like that's fucking worthless. Yeah, worthless. So, so I ended up just buying a ten dollar Lego set. <laughs> you know, one of the, the yellow ones that's just mixed yeah. pieces, do whatever you want with it. And, um, and so people like that, uh, I got a book of useless knowledge. That's literally it's actually, called. it's, it's no, called the book of useless knowledge. It's, it's a book of unusual, unusual knowledge. Oh, uh, that's see, like, yeah. that's like nothing you would ever like buy for yourself. Yeah. But I am and, interested in. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you know, if, if it is a decent book of interesting knowledge, you know, I think I'm just going to put it in the bathroom, let people kind of learn while go. they take a shit. There you go. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's like, all right, we need some some lighting. We're on, we're on stage, of course. So I, I put up some a nice, like, lighting look. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I was like, and we need some music. And I'm like, I am not your man. And nope. I'm the only person. I could ruin this sound system so beyond repair, <laughs> beyond a function of this thing working. And so uh, I did the only thing that a man in my situation can do, uh-huh. put on some jazz. Yes. Because yeah. here's the thing, like yeah. Christmas jazz, if you're it's really just jazz. Yeah, you're listening, <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh, is this hark the angels sing? All right, then. But if you're not, because pe- people don't want to listen to the music. They just want to, when there's a quiet point in the conversation, to not just be confronted by their thoughts being like you're you just said something stupid yeah they need like a little piano melody medley back there just tinkering along through all the different christmas songs that they know for them to be able to like listen and hear and so uh yeah and plus you know with jazz like it's a it's about uh the notes in between the notes and the Mm -hmm. notes you don't play so if you're playing less of the song that's a plus. That and also, if you're also- playing different different notes than the original <laughs> version, that's also a plus. Uh, the only thing is, uh, so I don't think I've talked about this before. I hate piano jazz. Oh, like the Vince Uraldi trio style. Yeah, everything yeah. these days is uh, 
everything is piano jazz. Every every stream you listen to, it's all yes. just uh, a piano dinkering away with like a bass in the background. Mm. What I love is small combo jazz, right? Yeah. You got your piano, you got your bass, you got your drum kit, and then you have another instrument. Sometimes it's a yes. guitar, sometimes it's a sax, mm-hmm. sometimes it's a trumpet, sometimes it's a trombone. It could be a flute. fucking French horn. Who gives yeah. a shit, right? Yeah. I wish there was more of that out in the world, but it's always just like sweet piano jazz melodies for you to listen mm-hmm. to. And I'm like, no, stop it with these fucking piano players. Because it's the easy. It's like it's the easiest um, like melodic instrument to. I mean. Uh, how, there's so, so many people can play piano mm-hmm. versus anything else other than like guitar. And and then even then like guitar, um, like people that play guitar specify in certain genres, whereas piano players can just play whatever, you know, Yeah, they just plunk at those notes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plus it's also like the most, like it's the easiest instrument to like synthesize. We've yeah. gotten so good at piano synthesizations. I'm pretty sure like most of those like soft jazz YouTube 14 hour recordings are just MIDI files. Mm-hmm. Uh, that had been plugged in and stacked and uh, stacked and stacked yep. and stacked. But uh, yeah, that was that was my concession to be able to make people shut the fuck up was <laughs> putting on some nice jazz. I uh, would have ruined it by putting on the Austrian Death Machine Christmas <laughs> songs. No. Anyway, yeah. um, also want to mention you can visit us and tip us on streamelements.com forward slash se dash one five two six six four six slash tip which i've got to find a way to make that hwidg this is we just, just put, fucking stupid <laughs> we yeah gotta put it in like a bitly generator or something um i'm sure there's a way in this profile like it's not they want you to they want you to take their tool and attach it download it and attach it into obs which mm-hmm. is not what we're doing so that's kind of like derailed what they want me to do like just give me a fucking Give me a, let me choose my URL. Maybe we have to make money first. I don't fucking know. Anyway. Well, Tim, what have you been up to this holiday season? Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of in a break mode starting this week. Nice. Uh, not a lot of shows going on. So, I, I mean, um, if I get called for something, I'll go work it. But until like well after uh, Christmas Day, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Uh, nice. So that's, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's it's been really nice to just sort of not work, you know, take a break, especially yeah, after those uh, times. Uh, it was bef- it was shortly be- uh, before we recorded our uh, last cabin about Godzilla. I did like a twenty hour day. That was not fun. The I have a a preload in next week or this week now, Tuesday through Friday, and. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just gotten more and more complicated. In October 26th, I was sent a ground plan for the set for this show. And I immediately looked at this thing and I was like, actually, I think I received it before the 26th, but mm-hmm. I immediately looked at it and I was like, holy shit, this set's not going to work because it's not in the right fucking space. So then it took me a day or two to uh, pull it into a drafting program and lay their pl- their ground plan over my like drawing of the building. And when mm-hmm. I did that, I was like, sure enough, that platform can't fucking sit there. So all this shit wrong yeah that october 26th i sent an email take a take a screenshot of the little piece in question and i'm like this isn't not gonna not gonna work out you gotta fucking figure something out takes them like a week and a half to to put together a zoom meeting and to like answer this question of what are we gonna do with this platform um the scenic designer does not show up to that meeting 
the technical their technical director shows up. He's of course in Lincoln, Nebraska. And Tim, I know you're not good with geography, but uh-huh. Lincoln, Nebraska, not anywhere fucking close to St. Louis, Missouri. Uh-huh. Um, he's in Lincoln, Nebraska. He's not coming here. He's just uh, a guy in Lincoln, Nebraska that draws pictures. So he's like, yeah, well, yeah. I I can't make the decision to move this platform. We have to let, have the director make the decision. Like, why is the fucking director and producer of this show not on this goddamn meeting? That's in October. They're a very, very beginning part of November. Uh, right before Thanksgiving, I get I get an email that's like, oh, I need a I need a new ground plan of your building so that I can figure out where to put this platform. This is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I've got family coming into town. I am like, I have set up an outgoing message. It's like, I am not going to be back in the office <laughs> until November 30th, whatever the fucking Monday yeah. was after Thanksgiving. If you have any problems, go fuck yourself. I muted all of the notifications from my outlook on my phone. And I was like, this is holiday time. I'm the, the whole idea is you spend this with shit with your family. Yeah. I am going to not be addicted to work anymore. Like when I have time off, I'm fucking taking time off. I'm not taking time off that. I am also kind of available for you. to oh, you're quite annoy quitting. me. Yeah. Uh, so, so I get this email like two, two, three in the afternoon. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not fucking dealing with that until Monday. So right after Thanksgiving, I send this updated ground plan. Finally, last week, we have this meeting about all this stuff. And I'm like, hey, uh, here's now this, now that you've changed these things, here are all these new problems that you've created. And it's just become, now they're like, oh, we need you to figure out how we're going to rig these light boxes that I created. Like, why didn't you fucking tell anyone that there was, there was the lighting designer of the show did not know that all these boxes hanging from the ceiling were light boxes. Like, have none of you fucking people talk to one another? No, of course not. And well, this is not my fucking job. I don't work for you. I work for the <laughs> building. Any other fucking theater in the world, you walk in there and you're like, oh, hey, by the way, we don't have any fucking rigging hardware to hang this shit. So they don't have any rigging hardware to hang their shit. So I had to, I had placed an order for $1,800 in rigging equipment and tools Jesus. and supplies because I'm just looking at, like, I'm looking at, uh, basically a Photoshop rendering of a bunch of windows. Just like, I like this window, cut it out of this picture, paste it into this thing, cut it out of this picture, paste it into this thing. No idea how those things are built. So I have no idea how they're going to rig. So I was just like, well, I'm going to buy fucking everything I possibly can to potentially rig this. And guess what? I'm charging you motherfuckers for every dollar of it. Of and course. then I'm fucking keeping it. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck every inch of you. I was so, so pissed off about it. So that starts loading in next week. That starts, I start hanging the plot for that tomorrow. I got the plot this morning. I opened it up before I left work today. And I looked at it and I was just like, oh, none of this is going to work. And I, you know what I decided? I'm just going to fucking fix it as I go. And I'm just going to give the lighting designer this new plot that's like, here's what we actually hung. Get fucked. Um, and then Friday, <laughs> I mean, I'm leaving work. At some point, work. someone's got to do something. <laughs> yeah. Friday, I'm leaving work and I'm, and I'm like turning my phone off and I am not talking to these people until next year. Um, and so I was talking to my boss about this, this whole problem. And I said, you know, I think, I think what we ought to do, because what the problem is that the entity that I work for and the entity that this one theater company is like sponsored by is one and the same. So they get all this preferential treatment, right? 
which mm-hmm. pisses me right the fuck off because I don't think yeah. that's the way things should be done. But like, I don't have a say in that. I didn't apply for my boss's job. I don't want my boss's job. I can't make this argument. What I did say was we keep talking about hiring a third me because we have two right now hiring a mm-hmm. third me. Why don't we hire a third me? Just go make Just them work for, for those fucking people. Mm-hmm. And then when there are problems like this, that person is on site doing it all. They'll act, they're supposed to have that person, but that organization doesn't want to pay that person of the wage not. they deserve. So we pay them the wage they deserve. Yeah, we we they, see a lot of that these days. <laughs> yeah, we tech, they technically work for us. When I have a problem with their fucking stupid drawings, I can just call Phil and be like, hey, Phil, you know how mm-hmm. you and I are basically the same layer of things? What the fuck is going on here? And Phil will be like, I know, I'll fix it. I'll go, okay, cool, Phil, so you, you. see you next week. Yeah. Like, just like, let's do that. And, and my boss goes, that's actually a really, really great idea. I was like, Oh, well fuck. So maybe that'll happen. Cause like, I wouldn't be so annoyed with these things. If we had a seat at the table, if we had the ability to make decisions and like move things forward, but it's always like, I, there is this like physical problem with what you're doing that can this cannot possibly work. And then you tell a person, they go, well, I need to talk to person X, Y, and Z. And then those people, like the conversation gets lost in translation as to what I even fucking said, because I can't talk to X, Y, and Z, because we can't have a meeting with all five of us in one space to go like, this is broken. We need to fix it. Oh, it's so fucking eerie. And that's not even a don't get, Tim. That's not even a don't get. (laughs) Show isn't even started. Fucking buckle Uh. the fuck up. I was listening to Christmas jazz today. You think I'm in a good mood? I am not. Uh, oh man. Yeah. So anyway, it's, well, uh, it's it's you know what it reminds me of. Funnily, funnily enough, reminds me of our episode that we just recorded of Gavin about Godzilla, oh, which yeah. I heard uh, was was uh, played played last week on last week's episode. It did. Um, it was the it was the pre stinger, and I hope was, everyone. Everyone who's bitch about Gavin about Godzilla is happy because I recorded before the thing started. Like the episode starts at 38 minutes. So you could just be like, just ramming that skip button in your car. <laughs> um, but who was the bad guy in that movie? The government. The government. But not just, <laughs> but, but it wasn't, it wasn't just necessarily the government. It was just like all those levels of bureaucracy that, that people have to fight through. And like, there's like, you know, groups, they're like getting cut off from everyone and like people mm-hmm. aren't talking to each other and the guy that has a good idea. They're like, no, that's a bad idea. And you're wrong for thinking it anyways. Uh, let's try something else. But yeah. You know, what's I mean, funny was- about that movie <laughs> is they should have just because bureaucracy moves so slow, the ultimate ending to that film would have been for them to defeat Godzilla. And then the UN still drops the nuke. Yes. Because the UN can't go like, can't make up their mind quickly enough to say, oh, no, we shouldn't nuke Japan. And so they're just like, they're like, we stopped Godzilla. Yay, we did it. And then just like, here comes the nuke. And and then, and then like a Shiro Hamasaki comes out and he's just like, oh, the bureaucracy, the government, a very bad thing. You must embrace a libertarian party. You cut to the UN and some old guy's like, hey, why is the internet not working? We're not getting our Japan feed. We don't know if they've defeated Godzilla yet. And you see like some uh, bumbling IT guy with two <laughs> large of glasses and buck teeth and a pocket protector. <laughs> and he's just like, I don't know how to fix it, man. No, uh, that would not be the guy that notices. It would be the guy who's like, where's all my fucking anime porn? 
I can't access my fucking anime porn. He's like screaming at his assistant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, Tim, what is your first issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get. Jesus Christ, Shit. that's really loud. <laughs> that was intensely loud. It's super loud. That I heard, I heard clipping. I don't know what the fuck happened there. I had these all set last week, and then mm-hmm. something changed. Pisses me. I bet this got changed back to automatic. Anyway, go ahead, Tim. Uh, here's what I don't get. Don't know if you're going to play it again. I'm not going to play it again. All right. Uh, fake snow. Fake snow. Uh, look, real snow has its problems. You know, there's all mm-hmm. the uh, the traffic stuff. Uh, it kills people uh, when they do, when they like ride a wooden board down a mountain occasionally. Um, but, but, but real snow, it melts, right? It can turn yes. into water. It can go away eventually. And if it doesn't go away, you can make it go away. Right. You, you, you can take a heat gun to some snow and, uh, and melt it. Um, but fake snow, fake snow is 10 times worse than it's real eternal. snow. It's eternal. It's <laughs> I've been working on, uh, uh, on a Christmas show the last three weeks. And they decided that, at the end of the first week, they're just going to dump a bunch of the fake snow onto the stage. Uh, don't know why. Uh, I thought it was like, I thought like, cause so, you know, to rig up falling snow, you have like a bag that's got a bunch of fake snow in it. And mm-hmm. right. And I thought that like, they had just messed up uh, like someone had you know released a little bit of the bag or something and had dropped yeah. some fake snow on. And I was like, Oh, clearly someone's going to clean that up later. It's all over the stage where we're walking through and pushing stuff through. No, they're just going to leave it like that. Because I guess if you like, if you have a bunch of people walking through a bunch of fake snow, it gets everywhere the way real snow gets everywhere. Yeah. Um, uh, but like I said, real snow melts and goes away. Uh, this stuff doesn't. Uh, Tim, do you know what this snow is made out of? It's like a chopped up uh, grocery bags. Exactly. Yes. It's like it's like you you shred a bunch of uh, you know clear transparent uh, or white little or or, or white. Um, they're called bags. t-shirt bags. I don't know why they're yeah. called t-shirt bags, but you know it's the same the basic bag you get at Walmart or any gro- any store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they shred them into little chunks, and then you put them in this piece of cloth that you t- one side to one pipe and one side to a, se- a second pipe. One side has holes cut in it, and you move that side up and down, and snow like gently falls down like magic. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like a, a a very very old theater technique. Yeah, and yeah. and so when you're doing a show like the Nutcracker or a Christmas Carol or anything where there's snow for some reason. Typically what you would do is if you were, if you were, if you were had a lot of budget, you'd scoop it all up and just throw it in the trash. If you yes. don't have a lot of budget, you'd scoop it up and put it in boxes and eventually and reload the snow bag as uh-huh. your thing goes. What you don't typically do is just let it pile up for the, for all time. <laughs> well, that's what they decided to do uh, this time. And uh, um, so the last two weeks I've been trudging through it. Uh, and I mean, it's because it's that like th- very thin 
plastic. Like I, I think everyone's had like a plastic bag stick to their hand before because of static electricity. Like it just goes, it covers, it, it clings to your clothes. It, it, it gets in all the, the crevices of your shoes. Um, <laughs> Supplementality said fake snow is atomized plastic. Hmm. What's that about plumbing sperm levels again? Uh, why do you yeah, think man. everyone in the theater is a soy boy cuck? Come on. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's been a pain having to clean. That's the thing is right. Cause you, unless you make a, like, um, a real effort to get rid of all of it before you leave the building, you're bringing it with you. Like you don't bring snow with you when it's actually snowing outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you're, you're tracking it in and it's, it's getting everywhere. It's, it's, I mean, it'll wind up in your, uh, in your laundry and it's going to just stay there and get on all the rest of your clothes. It sucks, man. It does. And then, and then <laughs> they're adding more snow. <laughs> and then they just go, then like they hadn't even finished, right? That was just the stuff on the, on the, on the floor. Now that they're getting close to, well, I guess the show's running now but they're like adding more snow and so like they're at, <laughs> there's a guy adding snow onto a lamppost and i'm working on the lampposts right so he's adding snow to the first one on stage right i'm on stage left and i'm working on it i'm working on this lamppost and uh he's already added all, all a bunch of extra fake snow to it and uh i have to like take the lid off and uh move the lamppost around and it's removing all of the fake snow <laughs> so sure after i was done with that uh the guy had to go uh, back and add more fake snow, more right fake on top snow. of what you had just done yeah yeah oh, and shit, then there's funny. and then there's the other fake snow that uh because they you know like these lampposts they have like a bunch of cotton balls on the top to you know imitate <sighs> Yeah, because that, that's the other thing is, right, it's not just the falling snow. There's, like, there's all the things that we use to um, to fake to fake snow otherwise, right? Whether it's cotton balls or um, what's that? Uh, uh, <laughs> what, am I, what am I trying to think of? Like, like there's that, it's, it's like glitter, but not glitter. It's, like, not shiny glitter. I can't, oh, I can't recall it. Mylar, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a my people will use mylar, um, and I mean it's got to be right. So if you're going to the theater, you're already, uh, I think, in this day and age, you're already like pretty high society, because that's the, yeah. the only people that go to theater these days are uh, kids forced to it by their schools and old people that can afford it. Yeah. Um, so, like, uh, going to the theater is already a sign of, like, peak capitalism and uh, extravagance. Um, and you're going to see a show set in winter with fake snow. Fake snow has to be maybe the most superfluous invention on the planet <laughs> is, is what I'm getting at. Well, you know what they did in uh, everyone's favorite movie, It's a Wonderful Life, to make snow, right? No. You don't know it's running down on George Bailey and, and what's the, whatever the fucking angel's name is? Is it asbestos? It is not asbestos. 
It's uh, it's wax. They're raining down wax upon them, and that way it would stick to them. And you can once you know that if you watch that movie, you can see it like pile up on their shoulders and stuff. It's it's mm-hmm. weird. Huh. Good thing I have no intention of ever watching that movie again. Yeah, me either. They they made um. They made a 4K transfer of that movie this year or last year. I bet. Yeah, I bet they did. Fucking ridiculous. Everything's getting everything that doesn't need it is getting a 4K release. Yeah, none of the good stuff though. None of the good stuff, man. Anyway, uh, yes, yeah, so you hate fake snow. Has anybody suggested of you guys mailing fake snow out to me? <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna take like a handful of this fake snow after after the show is done and send it to you. I'm gonna sign uh, each each piece individually. So we actually my the head carpenter when I worked there when he moved out here, mm-hmm. we built this box that we loaded one side with snow from one show and one side with snow from the other show, and then we sealed it all up. And we we're gonna mail it to him as is. But we put this spring that was about five inches. Uh, in diameter and yeah. about, I don't know, 18 inches long in the box mm-hmm. with two pieces of um, l- uh, Luan, I think, on each side and then the snow. So no matter which side you open it up, it would just rocket snow out all over <laughs> this house, right? <laughs> so we did a test, uh, and this thing came out of the box and went about 12 feet in the air. Oh, man. <laughs> arced down and landed, and it was like, hmm. Uh, Think about if I opened That's this box and something. had a knife in my hand, it might kill me. So or it's going to go straight up into a ceiling fan. <laughs> yeah, instead of instead of not not doing it, we created a system of tie line to limit the amount the the spring could decompress, yeah, thus yeah, reducing yeah. its jump. And mm-hmm. then we left it on this table before we mailed it out to him. Because the other thing was we weren't going to mail it during Christmas, right? We we're going to wait till like June. Oh, of when, course, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you never expect it. When you- so it was on this table, and then one day it disappeared, and no one said anything, and it was like, did someone open that box and just, like, fuck <laughs> themselves over royally? It would be, it'd be uh, that would be a great prank to pull on, uh, like, package stealers. Yes. Except you wouldn't put the thing to restrict the movement, so if they did open it with a knife, it would stab them in the throat and kill them. Yeah. Uh, because they're filthy criminals. They are filthy criminals. Speaking of filthy criminals, I've been watching this YouTube channel where they hack scammers and delete all their files. Oh, yes. It's it's the guy. He, he's, he does like a voice changer, makes himself sound like a grandma. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. Oh, it's uh, so good. Scam, scammer destroyers or something like that. I've been watching a bunch of their videos. Man. I love, so there's, there's one, I think I showed you before, but like where the scam is like, you get like a, you know, $500 Google play credit, uh, a gift card thing. And then you sign into their account. So I don't, I don't know exactly, but you, you sign into their account to redeem it. And the, the guy redeems it on his account instead. (laughs) And the guy, the, the, the scammer is just yelling at the top of his lungs. Like, no, no. (laughs) Cause he's out $500 commission. (laughs) 500 us, by the way, which you know is going to pay for. That's like a, a billion dollars. A whole car. He might be able yeah. to to ride inside the train on his way to work the next week. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that 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 brings me so much joy. I, the snow thing is just like this beast that exists in in theater. 
Um, one of my favorite things I did with fake snow was I was doing this, uh, it was a, an orchestra show mm-hmm. and I was on the rail working the snow bag and the tuba player was right underneath the snow bag, but he had a tuba that the cr- the horn went up and not out. And so <laughs> I think that's a technically a different instrument. It is a de- technically a different instrument. Is it a uh, sousaphone? I think it's a sousaphone. And okay. so we're just, we just fucking filled his instrument with fake snow. <laughs> so you got to imagine, right? This is a big brass instrument. Uh, it fills up. I was in anybody, spit take. <laughs> anybody who plays uh, a wind <laughs> instrument knows they fill up with like the condensation of your spit. Yeah. So yeah. then you add little shredded plastic uh. to the inside of that. <laughs> Jesus. He was uh. pissed. <laughs> He was so pissed. And he's like, like, can you guys not do that? And I'm like, no. This is literally, and he was was playing during the piece where we were shaking it. So it wasn't even like he could leave the stage. He was so so mad at me. And I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm just doing what I'm told, man. I was was doing it with a lot more joy than normal. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) so then he was going to have to give his sousaphone an enema. So then the next year we're setting this same show up again, basically like the same concert mm-hmm. and we hang the snow bag and then we set the platforms and I'm like, that's where the fucking tuba player is. He's right underneath that fucking snow bag again. And we get to the, we get to the finale and I, I go to start shaking the snow out and he sets his, his phone down between his knees. And I think he's about to just like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and he pulls out this like snap cover and just snaps oh, wow. it over the top and blocked out all the snow. It was so disappointing. Oh man. Oh shit. I, it was, I, I remember that for the rest of my life is uh, doing that. <laughs> my other favorite thing in the world and so i we did this show i uh, did the show a couple weeks ago where we had leaves falling from the sky mm-hmm. and we put them in a snow bag and then like leaves are supposed to fall and so it's a tradition in theater when you do a show at the snow bag on the final show at bows you dump the snow bag dump all the snow yeah because yeah. at the end of the show you're gonna have to dump all of the snow and sweep it up before you yeah. do anything so I told my flyman, like, all right, when we get to bows, they they bow, they step back, they step forward, they bow, they step back. And when they step back that second time, you dump the leaves on them. And mm-hmm. so then they made the dumbass decision to inform the stage manager what was going on. The stage manager started losing her fucking mind, and the whole thing didn't happen. And I'm like, why don't you people listen to me? They're like, well, we we asked the stage manager. The stage manager said she had never heard of it. I'm like, it's a flyman's tradition. It's not a fucking tradition for stage managers. Cause so, yep. you know, the big nutcracker that they have up there in Tulsa, down there in Tulsa, it has three snow bags. Or it had three snow bags. I think it has two now, but it had three mm-hmm. snow bags. And we'd dump all those on the finale night. And the stage would literally be filled with like a foot of snow everywhere and the dancers would like get it and throw it all around just make this huge fucking mess and then we will be picking up snow for months so sure sure. yeah fake snow is is just the worst you don't need it do you remember oh you know what i just remembered i just remembered the mr and miss hornet set from our junior year Uh you probably don't remember that but it was all of these pieces of uh, josh designed it it was all of these pieces of um 
plexiglass suspended on fishing line between this oh. PVC frame. Yeah, and now I, I, I actually do remember that. Was frosted with fake snow. Uh-huh. And but but it didn't like stick. It just kind of laid on there. And then if you touched them at all, the fake snow would rub would off. off. And so then we had to reapply it. But yeah. then it would get on the floor and it caught. Dude, oh, I I don't. I just remembered that and how miserable that was. I can't believe we're talking about our high school days now, Tim. It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, that's a good issue, Tim. And uh, that brings me to my first issue. Here's what I don't get. Still ridiculously loud. I don't know what has changed on this device, but it's irritating. Uh, Jingle bells. The instrument or, okay. Okay. Can you imagine a more obnoxious sound on this fucking planet than jingle bells? Yeah, uh, Jim Carrey does it in Dumb and Dumber. Um, so I have this jingle bell here. It's, uh, it's the Polar Express. Now, Tim, you, you, you listen, you saw the Polar Express, right? You read the book as a kid. No, nope. no, you've never nope. seen Tom Hanks nope. as a digital cyber demon. I, I, well, I, I mean, I've seen like, you know, uh, screenshots of him as a digital cyber demon <laughs> and the kids as digital cyber demons. Uh, but I have gladly never seen that movie. Well, but it's about, a, it's about it. It's about it. It's about a train, I assume. It is about it's about uh, Tom Hanks runs a train on a bunch of children, <laughs> and that's why he's not allowed in the United States anymore. Phrasing, <laughs> but, but also factually accurate. Oh yes, yes, that's the uh, best kind. So, so anyway, for I guess people Ugh. like Tim that do not know the story of the Polar Express, this kid gets picked up from his house in the middle of the night, kidnapped and taken to the North Pole. At the North Pole, he meets Santa, and he asks for one thing from Santa, which is a bell from his sleigh. And the bells mm-hmm. don't have this obnoxious little piece of metal in them that causes them to be able to ring. They ring through the magic of believing in Christmas. And so the kid gets a bell from Santa. He takes it home. He loses it because he has a hole in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And then Christmas morning, he opens up, and it's it's this jingle bell. And he's like, oh, look at that. And his mom and dad go, ah, uh, isn't it a shame that the jingle bell doesn't work because the parents don't believe in Santa, which doesn't make any fucking sense in any of these Christmas movies because you have a magical gift that arrived in your house that you didn't fucking purchase. How do you yeah. not believe in Santa Claus? Uh, so the, the parents don't believe in the magic of Santa, so the bell doesn't work for him. And then his little sister does no longer believes and she gets old and the bell doesn't work for her anymore. But the bell always works for him because he met Santa and because he has factual evidence of Santa's existence, he still believes and the bell works. Mm-hmm. Now let me tell you the difference between the bell and that story and this bell. The bell in that story would be a lot more fucking peaceful. <laughs> so my family was in town for Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving, we took a ride on the Polar Express. Did you know that's a thing you can do, Tim? I didn't. If uh, oh, Does Tom Hanks to all... come to your house directly? <laughs> and rapes your kids, yeah. Um, a warning to everybody whose wives may be listening. Um, so I live in a city that's like, you know, a big train city. We have the Union Station. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot easier here. In Oklahoma, it would be like my, my mom and sisters went to it several years ago in Bristow, I think. 
So you get on a train, they sing a song, they serve you hot chocolate and a cookie, and then Santa gets on, you get to the North Pole, this area that's all designed, decorated mm-hmm. up. Santa's there waving, and then he's, he walks up to the train, and then Santa comes into the train, and he says, gives everyone, like, asks them what they want for Christmas or fucking stupid bullshit. And, like, the magic is Santa was already on the train. There's a Santa for every car. And anyway, so then they give you this fucking bell. So we took this trip when they were down here the day after Thanksgiving because I had not gone on it with them. Me, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, I definitely yeah, experienced yeah, the magic yeah, yeah. of Christmas. Uh-huh. So Santa gives all these kids these fucking bells, and then we are sitting in a train car that's moving incredibly slowly because I don't think we went a mile. We like went out of Union Station going south, then we went west, then we went north mm-hmm. very slightly. We passed yep. a place called Al's. Right at the North Pole. Now, I'm not, I don't know exactly where Al's is, but I'm pretty sure I can find my way back to it. <laughs> so we drive past Al's. Santa gets on the train, gives everyone one of these fucking bells, and then we got to take the 20-minute ride back while every fucking kid starts ringing their fucking jingle bell. And we're like, we're getting back to the station, and I started freaking out. Like, the claustrophobia, the, the noise level, all of yeah. it. It was just way too fucking much. And I was just like, I cannot stand these little fucking jingle bastards. Who fucking invented these? Because this, this is bad, right? But it's never just one. It's always like a pile of them uh, stuck to yeah. a stick. It's yep. hanging from the door when you walk into a store. It's fucking riding on the side of reindeer people attached to their clothes. Like, can you not just exist in some fucking silence? For the love of God, just exist in some fucking silence. And, uh, I hate these fucking things. I guarantee you. So you're going to think this right now because I've, t- I've been talking about Jingle Bells this whole time. But you ask anybody the first, like, hey, name a Christmas song. First song, Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells. Fucking guarantee it. If it's not the first one, if there's some kind of fucking weirdo that's like, oh, uh, I am, oh, Bethlehem, uh, <laughs> some other religious one, and then Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells is in the top three. They'll be like, oh, is that Mariah Carey song? Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Silent Night. Like, how did you get three in without saying Jingle Bells? You're a fucking mutant. Uh, that song is miserable. It mm-hmm. is uh, cloying. It is just fucking obnoxious. The instrument is bad. There is nothing good about Jingle Bells. No one outside of Christmas and the fucking warm feelings you have about getting free shit as a kid. <laughs> Jingle Bells have... Are just annoying. If someone was walking around in July with just a suit covered in bells, you'd be like, holy shit, that is annoying. But Christmas time, there's a guy standing outside the Walmart just like, yeah, now you can fucking scan a square app or swipe your debit card to give me some fucking money. Well, if that's the case, why don't you put a bear on a fucking website and stop fucking annoying everyone with your fucking noise pollution? I, I just, I hate jingle bells. Uh, people were asking me, like, why do you hate Christmas? Jingle Bell Rock is not a fucking real banger. Get the it fuck out of here. Not a banger at all. <laughs> I'll tell you what a fucking banger is. I think, Silent actually, Night. I think Jingle the, Bell Rock the is a slower version, BPM than Jingle Bells. Probably. <laughs> um, I, Jingle Bells shouldn't exist there's no reason for them to exist it's it's just more of this noise pollution that's created by the idea i don't know i don't know at what point they tied bells to christmas 
they were yeah but like there it's it's so ingrained it's gotta be cannot, a religion thing right yeah i cannot tell you how many um christmas concerts i've done with like orchestras or choirs or whatever and they're like oh yeah and then we have a bell choir and it's all these fucking mm-hmm. old people and they have these bells that you shake and they ding and everyone has like five notes and they play their note at their certain time and they're like ah check that shit out it's carol the bells no 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 shut the fuck up <laughs> and then and then I'll tell you the worst fucking part of those fucking bell ringer people is is that then they lecture me on how to mic their fucking instruments. Like of the two of us, one of us studied sound design and knows how fucking microphones work, and one of us stands around like a jackass shaking bells all year so you can play one song in one fucking concert. Shut the fuck up. The yep. best Christmas song is 433. Is that the 433s by John Cage? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely correct. Give this man a fucking medal. <laughs> oh, just like people at this party today were just walking. Like one person had a sweater and just had all these fucking bells on. This one guy's walking around. He's got bells attached to his pants and shit. And I'm just like, how can you stand that? How can you stand to be the center of so much noise? Like, I, just I, imagine I, if there was a little man on you that just made that Jim Carrey scream from Dumb and Dumber. You want to hear the most <laughs> annoying sound in the world. Just imagine that. Oh, the fucking Hershey's Kiss commercials where they put all the fucking Hershey's Kisses in the shape of a triangle and then they fucking dingle and dangle all the way. They're annoying. There is no need for a bell ever again. The Liberty Bell cracked. That was that should have been the last bell. That should have been just the sign of the times. No more bells. Music. Something just went wrong with your mic. I know that. Yeah. I feel I, I felt I heard it. I felt it. Best use of bells in music. Neil Peart. Uh, in Closer to the Heart? Closer to the Heart. The two-year bell section. Yeah. Best use of bells in music. Uh, Hell's Bells. That's a pretty good bell. It's like a nice low bell, so it's not annoying. And it's pretty It's pretty slow. The boom. Yeah. And yeah. then it has that, that rock and guitar beat. Talk about slapper. Talk bow, about bow, not noise bow, pollution. Bow, bow, rock and roll bow, ain't bow, noise bow, pollution. Bow, yeah. I, I don't... I, 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 Seriously, I know I know that a part of it. I know part of it. I'm I'm autistic. I'm very sensitive to sounds. I don't deal well with like crowds. Like I know all of those things. But every parent on that fucking train had to have been thinking this was a really fucking bad idea. This was a <laughs> fucking bad idea. And then the employees that like dance around serving the hot chocolate and shit. Yeah. God God bless I them. Want, those people many, are gonna snap and shoot up a Walmart. Yeah. I wonder how many kids accidentally lost their bell on the way to the car. Yeah, that's a really, really good question. <laughs> me, I, you know, if it were me, if I was the parent, I'd like be fucking prying this fucker open. I don't have a knife mm-hmm. on me. Just pry this fucker open and get kick that, that ball little out thing out and bend it in there and just yep. give it back to my son and be like, yeah, it'll ring if you believe enough, dipshit. <laughs> he's just like... Uh. Why, Father? Why? He's also Alexander from Star Trek. Yes. Why, Father? My bell's not working. <laughs> father, the man says he has bells over there. The man says the bell work if you believe in the magic of Santa Claus. Alexander, Santa Claus is, is a fictional character from Earth. Klingons, we celebrate Kalis, who brought joy to all the children. Uh, uh, I actually, I actually read a. Uh, Star Trek book that had Alexander and Worf in it recently. That was pretty good. Oh yeah, nice. But it's grown. It's grown Alexander, not not child Alexander. Ah. 
Yeah, I'm not Tom Hanks. I'm not interested in children's stories. <laughs> uh, he is he he. <laughs> I was someone asked. Um, someone commented earlier and asked uh, what the what what we thought uh, Tom Hanks's uh, body count was. How many kids uh, has he dabbled? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't think we ever. We, this never went on. We never recorded this, but it was a conversation between you and me. And I'm pretty sure he was number one on your celebrity list. He was, yeah. He, he uh, is he still number one? No, he's been proven to be a fucking weirdo. It, it a was, weirdo, when Dick, yeah. When Dick was doing the celebrity shame pool, I said my number one pick is is Tom Hanks mm-hmm. because it's so far out there. Like, just the the odds against it should get me to to. Uh, oh win. yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Tom Hanks, I would I would have won the celebrity shame pool. That was the best part. Cause I could, I saw it. I saw it years ago. I think it might have even been before that, like before we were doing the podcast or anything. That I we talked about how I think I thought Tom Hanks was. Bad. I think it was either before the podcast or very early on. It was one and, of the two. And you were like, you were like, how do you know? And I was like, he was just too good in the Lady Killers. He was too good <laughs> at being that guy. It was before like Kevin. It was I think it was like just around. It was around the Bill Cosby era. It was I think before it was Kevin Spacey. The Bill Cosby. It was yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get this fucking thing out of this bill now. Now that I, I've been holding <laughs> on to this since that since Thanksgiving, so I could mm-hmm. bring this in on the show. But now that it's done, I'm going to destroy this. I guess I could just yeah. get a hammer. That'd make a lot more sense. Uh the bells and, and YYZ, but that's like a that's like a desk bell. Ding 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 yeah. ding 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 ding. Yeah. Uh I we don't we don't need them anymore. It's uh it's 2022. We could synthesize something far less annoying. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, critical think is leaving because it's too late too late for him to stay up. I, I I swear, man. Like we have we've created this world of things that are just annoying, and then we willfully subject ourselves to them. Like I knew I knew riding this fucking train. I knew we were gonna get a bell. Mm-hmm. I knew it was gonna be a bunch of kids. I yeah. knew it was gonna take an hour. And even knowing all that walking in, and I was wearing earplugs too. Even knowing all that walking in, I was like, we were we were right at the cusp of it being over, but not quite ready to deboard the, the train. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I gotta get out of here. The walls oh, are closing wh- in. Yeah, where, where like, it takes like five ten minutes for for them to like I don't know, put out the <laughs> stairs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were the last ride of the night too, which was probably pro- and my mom thinking that that would mean there were less kids. And I'm like, no, nah, just, just the people no. that didn't get there early enough. Yeah. Uh, but you want to go the- early is what, that's what you want. If, you, if you're going to go, you want to go early. Oh, I don't think so. Cause that's like when all the really small kids are there. Like we had like eight, yeah. nine, 10 year old kids. I, that's a, yeah. Bo- I guess boomers are probably like completely de- desensitized to sound. Yeah. Because they can't like we have to put that announcement right of please silence your cell phones before the before this show, mm-hmm. and like Tim, your your phone's just on silent all the time, right? All the time. Yeah, mine too. And so, like, who are these announcements for? These announcements are for fucking boomers that can't turn their shit off. Like the only time my like, phone. <laughs> it's so yeah. festive. I just love the sound of jingle bells. The only time my phone is ever not on vibrate is like if i'm expecting a phone call that is very important i will uh like purposefully turn and turn my ringer on yeah other than that like 
I mean, my alarm is the only thing that like sounds out of my phone. It's a, it's Jingle Bell Rock, not Jingle Bell Rock and Roll. Therefore, it is noise pollution. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for... This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, did you bring any news this week? I did. Uh, Good. First up... <clears throat> I found a guy that I think hates Christmas even more than you do. <laughs> okay. Is it, in, is it the guy in, in the, that rode the car through that parade? <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Um, but, but, but I also, we also have, we also have the reason he probably, we, we, we have the reason he probably hates Christmas and that's because he was born on Christmas Eve. Hmm. No, so, so he's he's one, one of those gift. people that has a like a, he's pretty much got a Christmas birthday. Uh, he he's 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 never been able to like you know he's never properly been able to celebrate se- properly celebrate his birthday without everyone being like oh you're a Christmas baby and you know, Christmas and oh, I got you a Christmas present instead of a birthday gift and all this stuff and like his birthday cake every year is you know Christmas themed. You know that's why he hates Christmas and why he. In uh, Jefferson Township, Butler County, Pennsylvania, uh, he had a verbal altercation with a woman, and then he hit her in the head with a Christmas tree. How big a Christmas tree are we talking here? I'm thinking full size. But uh, the police did not uh, um, release the size of the Christmas tree. I'm thinking full size. It's got to be. I'm hoping full size. It's got to be. Otherwise, it would be like man throws miniature Christmas tree at woman. Yeah. Well, you know the news. They're all a bunch of liars. So uh, it might it might have been like a little small decorative tree. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, I feel for those people. Like, I don't I, we didn't really know any that I can think of. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think those people should be allowed to just be like, no, no, my birthday's July now. Yes, like, right. I, I'll just be six months older. My birthday is July twenty fifth. Just, just well, lie. So there's um, uh, South Korea is just South Korea. Everyone in South Korea just got younger. Oh yeah, because they have a they have a weird old system of oh, everyone's your birthday, birthday is January first. January first, but now they're getting rid of that. So so people are getting their birthdays back. Yeah. Hmm. There, yeah, supplementality also asks like a bat, like hit. He swung this tree like a battering ram or like a bat, because that's a that's a much different impact too. I'm gonna say bat. I'm gonna say bat because it's it said specifically um, that uh, it was towards the head. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, they just like pick it up and like jam it right at your face. Ah, I mean, either end's gonna hurt. This thing is deceptively <laughs> damageable. They they I knew your plan. To, they yeah. knew your plan. Anyway, well, what's our next news story, Tim? Our next news story comes to us from the upcoming hellscape that is electric cars. Oh God, what they do now? Um, well, 
See, isn't that nicer? <laughs> it is. It is nicer. Um, still annoying, but nicer. Yeah. Uh, well, Toy- Lexus through Toyota is um, trying to make a breakthrough in electric cars in developing a manual transmission for them with the intention of making them more engaging to drive. Um, they, you know, it's, it seems counterintuitive. So it's just going to give you like a little dongle to, to jerk off while you're driving. They around. insist the scope of the technology goes beyond just the action of changing gear. Um, they say that rather than physically fitting a mechanical and manual transmission to the back end of an electric motor, this technology uses an unconnected gear stick and clutch pedal that uses haptic drivers to generate quote feel which is then combined oh, with clever Lord. software and sound generators within the cabin to create a complex, a, a complete complex experience. Uh, <laughs> they're putting a, it's in a placebo. It's a it's, like it penis is. placebo. <laughs> oh, Jesus. They're putting in a stick that doesn't do anything uh, except for, you know, when you change, when you move it up a gear, you know, it, it plays, it plays a, a sound in your car. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God! How long until someone like rewires that to be a fart? So you're just like, you're driving along, car making no sound. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, these virtual clutch pedals uh, are already are already in some cars. Yeah, they are. They're, it's it's the racing sims that people have in their houses all across the the mm-hmm. world. That's the same fucking thing. Just drop yep. in one of those next to the other pedals. I this is the most ridiculous thing. That is this. It's just fucking silly. Like people can't stand driving these cars. And so like, yeah, we're going to try and instead of just like bailing on this stupid thing, they're installing mm-hmm. an infant toy in your car so you can pretend to drive. Yeah. They might as well make it a self-driving car and you can have a little steering wheel like Maggie Simpson over there. In the yeah. 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 <laughs> for all the fucking good it's doing. And, but then, then people will, people will be like, well, I never use it. And they'll like activate mandatory dongle mode. Mm-hmm. Dingle in my dangly ding dong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of our terrible future, um, you know, when, uh, when the lockdown happened, they, all the schools had to go to virtual and there's you know, a lot of schools are still doing the whole virtual thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or worse, they're doing the hybrid bullshit. Yeah. Right. Um, well up in Canada, specifically Saskatchewan, um, they are going through with the whole virtual thing and they're trying to set like a, a standard, a precedent for, um, for all of the, uh, school systems there. And they picked one place, the SunWest school divisions, distance learning center. They picked this place as the stand, like the, the standard to uphold when it comes to, uh, virtual school teaching there. It's one of the province's largest online school hosts with more than 2000 students per year. Um, the problem is that, uh, their 2021. So the, the previous school year, their 2021 graduation rate was 26%. Oh my God. I was going to guess 30%. <laughs> That's their model. <laughs> yeah. Here, here, here are the last the last five years of graduation rates. Twenty six percent, forty percent, and not bad. Twenty four percent backwards. Thirty four percent, forty seven percent. That was the last five years. Okay. 
Um, so it's gotten worse as they went virtual. Gotten worse. Here's the last five years of traditional schooling. 84, 84, 78, 81, 82. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I think if you add some of those percentages up, they come to 100. <laughs> I... Yeah, how do you not look at that number and just go like, oh, this is a terrible idea. We shouldn't do it. Not only that, their own, like, they're not hitting their own goal, which in itself is is a laughable 60%. That's the virtual school's goal. The virtual school's own goal is 60%. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, think about, this is why, you know, talking about Shin Godzilla again, this is why bureaucracy is terrible because anyone can look at that and go, uh, this doesn't make any fucking sense. We should have never have virtual school ever again. Uh, Anthony Fauci should be arrested and turned into glue, mm-hmm. but bureaucracy, you have to get like five of, you have to get a group of 500 people together and get 251 of them to agree to that thing. And so yeah. then nothing happens. And there's always like some dipshit that adamantly won't do the one thing. And, and so then you compromise by being like, well, we'll make it an option. Anybody can look at those numbers the way you could look at uh, your own spending, right? Mm-hmm. If you were spending money, like if you had, you have two lawnmowers and one lawnmower can mow the lawn with a single gallon of gas and one lawnmower, sometimes you put a gallon of gas in it and it just doesn't start at all. And three times out of four, that's what happens. So every mm-hmm. time you mow the lawn with that lawnmower, there's a chance you're going to spend four gallons of gas, whereas the other one, you're you're more than likely just going to spend that one gallon. Any normal person would be like, "I'm throwing that fucking thing away." Yeah, but can't. But government can't do that. They're like, "Oh, well, no. it might be better. Maybe those those 26 percent of students are probably like the fucking weirdos that are better suited by having an <laughs> online course." <laughs> Uh, I'm. Pr- I would have probably done well in an online school because I would have just knocked all that shit out and gone uh, fucking mm-hmm. fucked off, and been yep. happy. Oh man, that is embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Also, <laughs> did you hear about this? Can- speaking of Canada, mm-hmm. uh, a survey of airline passengers said that Americans are the most polite people when traveling. So get yeah, fucked, Canada. That. It's all on us. We're the fucking best. We're number one. Number one in waging war and number one in fucking being polite. You have nothing now. <laughs> you have nothing, you fucking leaves. The day of the rake is coming. We are coming to get you. We are going to stuff I, your hat up our ass. Fuck you. Uh, I think it's that effect where, like, the Canadian in the, the, in the Canadian in their mind is like, well... If we're the most polite people, I can be a little I can be a little mean to this uh, mm-hmm. uh, person on this flight, and everyone else will make up for it. Yeah, on average, we're nice. No. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> uh, Bunch of hockey playing pussies. Mm-hmm. Well, I uh, got another news story here. This one is about uh, uh, it's about science. Science and sharks specifically. Well, kind of. Okay. Um, someone, someone like engineered the sharks to be extra smart, and now they're jumping out of holes and eating Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> but not LL Cool uh, J. LL, not yeah. LL Cool J. Um, a Lisa Whitenack, a biology professor at Allegheny College in Medville, Pennsylvania, uh, is a shark researcher also. And uh, when the lockdowns happened in 2020. She saw an opportunity to study um, a very specific aspect of sharks, and that is Shark Week. Okay. Um, 
She led a team of researchers to examine hundreds of Shark Week episodes that aired between 1988 and 2020. And in a study published last month by the Public Library of Science, their research claims that Discovery's programming emphasized negative messages about sharks, lacked useful messaging about shark conservation, and overwhelmingly featured white men named Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird statistic. It is, right? Uh, is so it just she's the one way, guy named Mike that's like a big expert that they keep interviewing? No, the way she's oh. the way she's the, the spin she's putting on it is like they ain't no women in Shark Week. There's more Mikes than there are women. Why don't you do some fucking research about sharks, bitch? Instead of fucking researching Shark Week, this her fucking whole study was like, I'm just going to have a day to myself and I'm just going to watch Shark Week on Discovery uh-huh. Channel while I eat this gallon of mint chocolate chip ice cream. I'm going to do that again tomorrow. I'm going to do that again tomorrow. And then her fucking boss called and was like, hey, Lisa, what the fuck have you been working on for the last six fucking months? We're in a landlocked, we're fucking completely, almost completely landlocked state. You study sharks? Are you fucking kidding me? And she was like, oh, uh, I've been I've been researching about uh, Shark Week and how it's bad. Like, well, I'm going to need a goddamn paper on my desk by Monday morning. So you better uh-huh. fucking hop to it. She just she just looked up and there's a guy named Mike on, on the TV and her boss's name also Mike. And she's like, fucking Mike's. Mm-hmm. Zang that shit off. And she's like, all right, now I need some more me time. Mm-hmm. Let's watch The Office. <laughs> yeah she she's uh she she wanted to talk about that thing that we've talked about plenty of times on here like um th- like not seeing you on tv as a child as a child you know yeah yeah uh she was she was saying like i loved sharks when i was a kid i would you know i would read readers i would you know i would read all this stuff about sharks every summer i would watch shark week but i didn't know i could be a shark uh researcher because there weren't weren't no women's on there then how did you become a shark researcher if at some point you fucking learned yeah i didn't know I, that i could be a theater <laughs> professional until i met a guy who did theater professional stuff and i was like that's pretty fucking cool mm-hmm. i would end up as a fucking shark researcher because that's all i saw on tv guys named, yeah. there are no people named tab on tv doing important things <laughs> how am i supposed to feel yeah. Fucking stupid. If we all if we all like I wound up as what we wanted to be when we were a kid, I would have wound up as a black man driving a Macedon through town. Missing a ring uh, finger for you know, that they try to hide. <laughs> yeah, like just imagine that. If you're locked into what you wanted to be as a as a kid, it's like, oh, sorry, kid, you got to be a fireman. Like, but <laughs> yeah. I, like, I have no thumbs. How am I supposed to operate the fire extinguishers and the axes with no thumbs? They're like, look, kid, you decided to be a fucking firefighter when you're four years old. And by God, this system we live in, you saw some representation of yourself on TV, decided to do that. So that's what you're fucking doing. That's why I don't have any lawyers in this, in this world. Actually, it sounds like a pretty good thing. Uh, Anyway, uh, that's a good news story. Speaking of representation and uh, the World Cup, you been watching the World Cup, Tim? Uh, yeah. Fag. What a fag. <laughs> uh, I saw this funny thing where there was an article about like why doesn't Argentina have a more diverse uh, lineup yeah. of their thing? Yeah. And someone commented and said like because they're a fucking football team and not a fucking Disney movie. 
And I was like, yeah, nice. that's that's nice. why. It they you know what people want on their their football team, their their soccer team, they want W's. They don't give a shit about the color of your skin. You no. can put up some W's, you can be on the team. You yeah. can put up any W's off the fucking team. Welcome to meritocracy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, do you have any more news for us, Tim? That's it. Well, this has been. Th- that sound was in a movie I watched recently. Oh, it was in the Godzilla movie, I think. Was it? I think so. I think it was. I think it was in Godzilla. Maybe, maybe it was in something else. But I, I, I want to rewatch it, but I don't. So I think it was in Shin Godzilla that sound effect played. Anyway, that takes care of our legal obligation this week, Tim. But you know it doesn't take care of? What? Buying more Jingle Bells. This one's broken. If you want to help with our festive spirit, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG or subscribestar.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier, where we throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. We have our $5 tier, where we throw our bonus episodes. Here's what I do get, where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier, where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch. We watch and record a feature and commentary. Uh, I've got info for... Um, our December makeup, I'm going to be watching a movie or two a day starting next Tuesday, next Wednesday, and I'll be streaming them in the Discord. I'm going to see if maybe we can get a rhinestone commentary featuring all five hosts of Here's What I Don't Care. <laughs> Sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, and I'll be watching every movie that's submitted there. You can submit movies on Patreon. There's a link. I'll post it again. Uh, and then Tim and I will do a movie commentary of whatever movie from last year won the Battle Royale. I think was Con Air on there. I think Con Air was doing really well. Nice. That'd be so, a fun one. It's a it's yeah, a good I movie. fucking <laughs> love Con Air so much. Um it's one of my f- favorite movies. <laughs> uh and so anyway, we think and then finally we have our $50 spite producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ask for a special guest, a special segment. You can ban some of uh, from volume voicemails, you can ban some from the Discord. Anything that you want from this show that we can provide, we will do so. I got a spite producer request today. You know what it was, Tim? What? It's one of my favorites. It was it was to take the spite producer money for this month and go buy a nice bottle of whiskey that I'll enjoy. Was it really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so uh I will be doing that very, very soon. Tonight I'm enjoying this uh bottle of MH Elements, the first whiskey distillery in Israel. Uh, anybody who knows that I love knows me knows that I love whiskey. Mm-hmm. What people don't know, here's the here's a little secret. I yeah. really, really love whiskeys that are aged in sherry casks. Yes, you which do. Which is what this is. Mm-hmm. Sherry cask whiskey is like the best fucking whiskey. Um bar none. And and you'd like if I'm in if I'm going through the store and it's like, oh, because I had I had a bottle of their regular blend and it was it was mm-hmm. it was fine. Then mm-hmm. I saw the sherry one. I'm like, ah, fucking try that sherry one. I'll try that sherry one too. I'll try that fucking sherry one. Mm. Mm. Sherry have you tried glasses. a Have you tried a whiskey uh, finished in port barrels? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, the starboard barrels, though, they're like a little spicier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and so people are like, people are listening right now, and they're like, Tim didn't issue, Tab didn't issue. 
They did the news after the issues for some reason. What the hell is going on? That's got to be the end of the show, right? Well, you're fucking wrong. Tim, what's your second issue this week? <laughs> Here's what I don't get. Uh, holiday parking. Mm-hmm. Nothing take. Nothing sucks. Parade. What? Nothing sucks. What little bit of joy I have for the holidays more than being in a car doing the old like circle around the parking lot because because maybe like maybe like Christmas music is playing and then you're circling and by the time you get to like the second circle it's like okay turn the music off everyone's looking for a spot and everyone's moving slow there's snow on the ground uh making everyone move even slower than they would is it snowing Um, out there no but just in general you know I'm talking just just in general holiday parking right um, I think we've all been like, you know, either Christmas day, we go to the movies. Right. And it's just, the place is packed. Um, you're doing that. I mean, two miles an hour, you got to make five, six trips all the way around. You go up and down each aisle twice. Do uh, you though? Cause so many times I see people like circling the parking lot, circling and circling and circling and circling and circling. And I just go park at the first open spot. That's like a mile away from the entrance, park my car, walk inside, get my shit. I'm walking out. Those people are finally pulling into a parking space. It's their close to the store. They're like, yeah, we did it. Like if you just walk 10 extra feet, you moron. Well, that's the thing is like, it's like, yeah, I, I don't mind. I don't mind to walk, but when you're with like six people, you know, most of them, do, I'd say most of them don't want to walk. Here's if you're, this, if is, you're, this is why I love driving too. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm with six people. It's like, all right, why don't I pull up the store and let you motherfuckers out? I'll find a yeah. parking space. And then mm-hmm. you know what I do? Fuck right off to Quick Trip. <laughs> Drive over there. <laughs> let me turn on something that's not Christmas music. All right. Uh, and then I like, I get that phone call. Like, have you found a parking spot? Oh, yeah, just pulling in one right now. Like, oh, well, we're done. Like, ah, shit. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll pull around and pick you up. <laughs> Hop in, motherfuckers. Uh, so much easier. That's a, that's, that's a great... Uh, alternative yeah, yeah great life hack that's a good life hack that's that. basically, that's basically an actual become, life hack yeah you become an uber driver for your <laughs> your fam friends and family yeah. but like i me personally i like driving around in the car i fucking i you know the second they were out of the car i would flip over to my audiobook or my podcast whatever i was mm-hmm. listening to and just be back to fucking cruising and having a good time yeah yeah, and but, then, but like, but at that point you're actually driving, which is not yeah, what like true. the the whole parking situation is. No, uh, what I hate with the parking situation during holidays is that they'll like, we have our pop up winter market, we have our Christmas parade downtown, and so like they'll close off areas to car that are supposed to be where cars go to yeah. be able to <laughs> do whatever stupid thing they have going on, and so then you're just trying to you know navigate on. As if it was a normal day for you. Yeah. Just go, you're just going to work. You're just going to the grocery store for groceries, not for Christmas gifts. You're just trying to do a normal thing and you can't fucking do it because they've created chaos. We mm. brought reindeer out and put them in the research parking lot. <laughs> so we closed off half the parking spaces right next to the store. Like fucking yeah. why? why? Why did we need this? 
Now, now there are few parking spaces to, for these dumbasses to fill, and uh -huh. they're wasting more time just standing around pet, petting reindeer yeah. instead of getting in their car and leaving so that there are spots open for me to do my fucking grocery shopping. <laughs> they should have had a pop-up extra parking lot is what they should have had. <laughs> they should because have had a pop-up kick in the nuts. <laughs> People be getting because, out of here real fucking quick. Yeah. Here's the thing. I've been seeing these... Um, pictures online the last last like year or so um they become real popular it's like a, you'll see like a picture of downtown of you know some city i've seen the, oh. i've seen the ones in tulsa you know what i'm talking about it's like a picture yeah. of downtown from like 1956 and it's got you know all these buildings and then it's like here's a picture of downtown from yesterday and it's like half as many buildings and where the other buildings were it's all parking mm -hmm. and then everyone's like I, it looked so much better back then, and I can't even find a parking space with all this parking today. Yeah, I hate those posts. They're like, cars have ruined our, our cities. They, you uh -huh. know, they used to be walkable. You used to like, yeah, you used to live in a little hovel where yeah. you'd have a five-person family in a two-bedroom house downtown. Uh -huh. Sure, you could walk to a little bodega and get your groceries, but you also had no privacy at any point in your life until you turned 18 and moved somewhere else. And even then, mm -hmm. that was spotty. Whereas now, you you probably grew up in a house where everyone had a bedroom. Yeah, you you it took half hour to get to wherever you were going, but that is what cars did for our society. They created yeah. a, a middle class. Stop fucking shitting on cars. I, I'm so mm -hmm. fucking tired of that. Oh, and uh, yeah, so I see those posts where they're just like, look, we put a green space in instead of this parking lot. Like, that's all well and good. Dig a fucking hole and park the cars underground. I don't care. Like, Tim, have you ever been to D.C.? No, no. So I've only been to D.C. like two or three times. But one of the things that surprised me about D.C. is that there's all these, you know, it's, it's a very densely packed area. Yeah. And yeah. so you'll just be driving along and it'll be like parking garage, $15 a day, parking garage, $20 a day, parking garage, whatever amount of day. And all the garages are underground. They just like fucking hollowed out areas under these buildings and put in massive parking garages. And like, yeah, you have to pay. Chicago's kind of the same way too. You have to pay to park your car and it's easier once your car is parked to not move it. But you don't have the like, you don't have the big empty lots that like, it's a great compromise between what these people yeah. want and what they have, but they won't compromise. They're like, we need green space. We need to have like my little corner store bodega. And it's like, what do you even fucking do? If you fucking want to live downtown Tulsa, fucking move there. Well, I can't live in downtown <laughs> Tulsa. There's not a grocery store yet. Well, maybe if you live there, someone will want to give you a grocery store. But as long as you don't live down there, there's no fucking reason to put a grocery store in for all the homeless people to loiter outside of. That's yeah. why the homeland closed. Yeah, uh, there's, there's not going to be a guy in, a, in his business suit walking there to pick up groceries at, 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 at his lunch break. No. And, and yeah, like... Uh, so there's a bodega kind of near me. It's like, I don't know. It's just a few blocks away. And when my mom was in town last, we we're driving a lot around and she's like, Oh, you ever go to that bodega? And <laughs> I was like, mom, I don't, I don't think I'm the clientele for that kind of place. Uh, <laughs> just based on like the people walking in and out uh -huh. kind of the color of the windows. Like, yeah, I do. I do all my grocery and the amount shopping. of bars on them. <laughs> yeah. I do all my grocery shopping at the big, like, 
store here in town that's a couple miles down the road because you i'll can get buy garlic like, and herb cream cheese <laughs> yeah yeah because I, I, I can buy like a hundred dollars worth of groceries and just pile them in the yeah. back of my car i don't need to uh-huh. walk and carry like my meal for tonight yeah like, i don't i don't remember the last time i went grocery shopping i, I think it was like nice. the end of no it must have been right after thanksgiving i went to the grocery store yeah and Three i'll probably need to go something. to the grocery store sometime next week but i'll i will buy like two, three, four weeks of groceries at once and just yeah. like fucking cram all that shit in the freezer. Um, what am I going to have tomorrow for dinner? Chicken something. Let me pull some chicken breast out. Uh, beef something. Let me pull some beef out. Whereas like That's every, it. every, like I'm trying to think, every like show I've ever seen set in like New York, like everyone is like, Hey, what do you like on their phone? Like, Hey honey, what do you want to eat for dinner today? I'm going to go pick it up at the bodega on my way home. We'll do this again yeah. tomorrow. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> Like I've got one sack of groceries in my hand. It's it's enough for today's dinner and tomorrow's breakfast. And then I'm going to do this all over again the next day and the next day and then skip a day because we're going to do a DoorDash and then do it two more days in a row. That's why things like Instacart exist is because in those areas, <laughs> those like, well, what if instead of me carrying all that shit to my house, I could order a bigger load and have some guy deliver it? It's my like, parents just, you- just switched to doing delivery. Oh, really? So now just like Saturday morning, there's the groceries. Mm. And it works. I mean, it, I mean, it, it, it works great. You know, they, every single item it's like, you know, cannot substitute, you know, substitute for this or, you know, and it's, 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 it's the exact same thing, but you don't have to deal with like people putting their cart in the aisle and, you know, taking up the whole aisle or any of that, you know, any other, you know, typical grocery store, you normal know, stuff, work the normal stuff, yeah. I foresee a a Walmart and opening in the future that's like a lobby that mm-hmm. you step into and to pick up things or or it'll probably just be like a, it'll be a massive building, right? Yeah. And then there'll be like 50 parking spaces outside with little numbered placards and you pull up and you're like, I'm in parking space 45 and you pop the trunk and they shove that shit in there and you drive off and mm-hmm. there's no ability to shop inside. Nope. I, I my guess is that Walmart will be the first one. I might be wrong on that, but maybe no, Amazon no. I I think you're totally right. They're they're gonna be the first ones because they have the footprint and infrastructure already in. Whereas you know you would think Amazon, but they don't yeah. have brick and mortar that stores already, facing. and that yeah. is such a huge investment. You know, places like McDonald's, like McDonald's doesn't make money on food. No, they make many, money on land. Land. It's, it's all, yeah, it's all land based. Yeah. Uh, because once you become that big, like that, be, that becomes a, a more, it's much more of an investment than what you actually sell. Yeah. We're already starting to see Walmarts do it. Um, I noticed oh, yeah. a bunch of Walmarts in Tulsa did it. And mm-hmm. I've seen a couple out here where they've like condensed the store to two yes. thirds of the space and then built this big divider wall. And the only thing I can mm-hmm. assume is on the other side of that divider wall is that there's, you know, more back. It's more back. Yeah. And so that you don't have to like have everything front facing and nice, like where someone can push their thing through and just be like, what do they want? SpaghettiOs? What do they want? Green beans? What do they want? And just like shovel them into a cart and then process them later. Uh, Brace Bryant says Walmart has been playing this for years. And now that theft is getting worse, it's going to happen sooner. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think that that, because that would, 
like the the losses are just factored into the cost of everything you buy. Yes. So instead of instead of dealing with inflation by raising prices or making boxes smaller, they'll just get rid of the overhead of theft by not allowing you to touch anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, parking around the hot, everything just gets crazy. It's why it's why it's t- like Christmas existing with Thanksgiving and new year's and all that shit all crammed in together is so miserable because it just creates this like pressure on the system that the system is not really designed to handle at its maximum. So like I remember about the time I started driving the time when I started to really hate Christmas, there were like just no go zones. Like, I, I didn't go to certain strip mall mm-hmm. centers, you know, even though maybe that was the convenient one where there was a research, I would rather go to the research yeah. that was kind of by itself because then I wouldn't have to deal with X, Y, or Z, you know, other stores spilling into everything. Like mm-hmm. there's a shopping, there's, there's a shopping center that popped up uh, called Tulsa Hills in Tulsa. And it was yeah. like, there was the 71st street corridor, which is, was right by this one highway. And, it was basically during De- December. It was like an impassable wall in the city. Yes. You, you could not get past it. That bridge and, is just the worst. Yeah. And then they opened up when we were in high school, maybe they opened up this Tulsa Hills and it was like, it was comparatively in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Still on 71st <laughs> street, just like way further West. And now Tulsa Hills is like grown up to be so huge. I think they're going like phase three. Now there's like a Sam's club out there. And there's a bridge that gets out to that, that Tulsa Hills and 31st street, get it going to the bridge or 71st street, going to the bridge, three lanes wide, 71st street on the other side of the bridge, three lanes wide, 71st street bridge, still two lanes wide on each side. And so it just creates this massive bottleneck and that bridge will just be stopped up. And the bridge is like a, a mile, a half a mile long at least. yeah. Yeah. And so you're just, if you have decided it's the length you, of the river. <laughs> yeah. If you need to get onto that bridge, it's like you are dedicated. There is no way out. And so I'm, but they also can't afford to tear that bridge out. No, no. For any not. amount of time. So I don't know what they're going to do. I, my guess is they'll have to build a second bridge next to it, mm-hmm. which will piss a lot of people off. Cause it'll mean destroying parkland, but that's the only way you're going to be able to get like <laughs> a, tra- a decent traffic flow. Yeah. The old Virginia Beach method. Um, yeah, this this time of year is just everyone. Everyone, it's so fake. Everyone's pretending. It's all social media posts of people being like, "My life is so perfect. I have all these perfect things. I'm getting doing all this shopping." Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, everyone is miserable. And if we had all just admit we were miserable, we could change things. But as long as everyone's yeah. like. I'm so happy I get to spend time with my family in the car for 18 hours while we go shopping. I think part of it is like, it's because like as a kid you have like, it's special because like you're not in school, right? It's, it's actually, mm-hmm. it's actually, it is a break from, um, it is a break from your norm and you get, you know, you get to see your family that you don't see all the time. That's, all it, it, it all this stuff co- all the stuff that like doesn't happen very often coincides with each other. Yeah. But then like but then you become an adult and you don't stop working on the 5th of December and then go back on the 5th of January. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so you're you're chasing this high. 
Yeah. And your cousin, your cousin can just like drive down in the middle of September if he wants to, to come. But he doesn't. Yeah. Because he's also working. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Because he also, yeah. And and so then you're you're an adult, so you can just eat whatever food you want instead of like, oh, I get to have ham and stuffing at at Thanksgiving and Christmas. My Um, first year in college, when I realized that I could just make stovetop stuffing at literally any time I wanted, mm -hmm. it was a fucking game changer, man. I had to stop. I had to stop because I was eating so much stuffing. I was eating like a box of stuffing a week. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. But I love stuffing. Like it's, it's like, Even it might be my is, favorite good. food. Yeah. I love getting stuffed him. Oh, I, know. I, I know. I love it. Uh, yeah. And so I, that, yeah, look, look, look like, everyone goes through that. Everyone goes through that, through that phase. <laughs> First year of college, you're experimenting with stuff. You're getting stuffed once a week. <laughs> But yeah, then it was like, I cannot eat stuffing once a week. That'll kill me. So I had to like learn the discipline to stop eating stuffing. Yeah. Um, oh, I, you're, you're absolutely right. Holiday parking is the worst. Stuffing is the best part of Thanksgiving. Absolutely. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. I got, my mom brought stuffing this year for Thanksgiving. It had olives in it. Fucking why? Bye. Bye. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. I know I make, you know, we, we had a stuffing off many years ago and I, I liked your stuffing, Tim mm-hmm. and, and you liked my stuffing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we stuffed each other a little bit. We stuffed each other. Yeah. Now, now I'll say I make the best stuffing and I know you'll disagree, uh-huh. but yeah. Yeah. Like, but I if, mean, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's almost like pizza. As, Once as you start putting weird things in it, it gets mm-hmm. messed up. That is, that but is other true. but other than that, when you're having a traditional pizza, it's kind of hard to to, to get, mess it up, to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, oh man, it's just like it would be like my family coming over and being like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna cook the steaks." What the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> I don't I don't trust Tim and John to cook the steaks. Yeah, and they're much better steak cookers than you people. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway. That's a, that's a good issue, Tim. That's a good one. And uh, people are thinking now, they're like, ah, oh, this is going to be another Christmas-themed issue. But I absolutely assure you it is not because I am not that kind of degenerate. No, this one is going to be – it's actually going to be the opposite of Christmas-themed. It's it's, uh, it's themed more like Halloween. Here's what I don't get. Wednesdays. Garfield hates Mondays. Me, mm-hmm. I hate Wednesdays. No, I'm actually talking about this new Netflix show that yeah. uh, I've heard of called Wednesday. It's it's a spinoff or a reboot of the Adams Family. Yeah, and and it's so brazenly, um, like the message, like, well, we wanted to reboot Adams Family because it's a known property. Uh-huh. Um, can't do Gomez and Morticia because that's like too much of a healthy relationship. Can't do Morticia because she's pretty much uninteresting without Gomez. Mm-hmm. Can't do Uncle Fester because he's a white man. Can't mm-hmm. do Thing because he's it's a hand. Yeah. Uh, you can't have a show about hand jobs. Can't do Lurch because he's a white man that don't talk. Uh-huh. So that leaves you with Cousin It. Wednesday, Pugsley. Pugsley, yeah. Pugsley, white man. Uninteresting. Uh, and yeah. also uninteresting. 
But everyone loves um, Christina Ricci's uh-huh. Wednesday Adams from the 1995 Barry Sonnenfeld Adams Family Values film, which was great. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. And the sequel, uh, Adams Family Reunion. Yeah. I actually kind of like that one more, where they go to summer camp and the. Actually, that's, I think the first one was just the Adams Family, and the second one was Adams Family Values, right? And no, Reunion is like Family the weird. Values and then Reunion. Hmm. Because uh, there, there was also up, a one. There was also one that they did that went straight to like straight to VHS afterwards. Mm-hmm. But they I don't think do that one, one had any of the people in it. I think it had Lurch in it because I remember some of like like half the cast or maybe less than that was the same. Oh no, you're right. There was the Adams Family, the Adams Family Values, and then the Adams Family Reunion, and that must have been yeah. the, that was the straight to video one that has a totally different cast and Tim Curry. Yeah. So values is the one where they go to summer camp. Yes, values is the one like, where they go to summer camp. I like that yeah. one a little bit more than uh, the first one. But yes. So a- anyway, they made this. They made this new Wednesday TV show. Um, I don't know what happens in the show, but I do know that fucking Wednesday dances, and I cannot fucking stand it anymore. I cannot fucking stand to see another fucking clip of one more fucking person reenacting this fucking dance like it's somehow fucking interesting. It's so obviously corporate advertising paid for by Netflix to make people be like, have you seen Wednesday? Have you seen Wednesday? Have you seen Wednesday? Have you seen? No, and I'm not going to fucking see Wednesday. You know why? Because number one, I don't have a fucking Netflix account, you fucking stupid cunts. And number two, I'm not fucking interested in fucking Wednesday. Do you look at me? I'm a white man. I want to see white man things. That's what I've been told. I'm not allowed to watch women properties. I'm not allowed to watch black guys. I'm not allowed to identify with people other than people look like me so put a fucking fat guy with a ponytail and a beard on a fucking tv show and then maybe i'll fucking watch it that's what i'm supposed to be doing right you've made me this way congratulations netflix you fucks i am so fucking sick of seeing this fucking dance it's unbelievable i've just been wholesale blocking accounts on on instagram just like fucking block 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 i cannot fucking handle the corporate overload of this bullshit Not one fucking real human being is talking about this show. Not fucking one. And and yet, we it's everywhere. And it's so it's so over the top. I'm I I'm like the guy in They Live. I've got the glasses on and I'm so fucking seeing everything. (laughs) And everybody else is just like, I like brand, I like product. Remember product? It's it's in it's fucking infuriating. It's like I, I I haven't seen reviews on the show. I haven't seen, I haven't heard anyone talking about it. like when Reacher came out in in February of this year. Yeah. Now I watched it as a pre existing fan of the franchise. I I was like I was really I walked in there like oh shit this is gonna this might suck it's an Amazon original like but I like the character so let's try it out. And then within a week everyone at everyone people I watched, I watched that show Reacher. Have you seen it? It's great. It's have you, I watched Reacher. Have you seen it? It's great. I watched Reacher. Have you seen it? It's great. Watch Reacher. I have seen it. It's great. Only person I know who's fucking seen this, this fucking Wednesday show, uncle Buck. <laughs> I, I, 
I watch it because it's Tim Burton. He did a good job with the uh, 90s Adam Sandler movies. Tim Burton didn't do the fucking Adam Sandler movies in the 90s. You fucking apologize to Barry Sonnenfeld, the director of Men in Black, <laughs> Wild Wild West, and Get Shorty, which was I watched this week, and it was fucking weird. It's, it's like a noir, but it's not. Yeah. John Travolta's in it. I didn't understand what was happening. Other than that, he's fucking great. Like, director of my childhood. Yeah. Right? I love mm-hmm. Men in Black. I fucking yep. loved Wild Wild West. Yeah. We watched it not too long. We watched it, I think, yeah. last year. <laughs> fucking enjoyed the shit out of it. Adam's Family. Adam's Family Values. Great movies. Yeah. Don't fucking shit on this guy because by they're, playing him with Tim Burton. They're, but they're like, great because they weren't made by Tim Burton. I'm sure Tim Burton had fucking nothing to do with this TV series. But it's got that fucking drab, neo-gothic style of yep. film. So it's like, uh, Tim Burton, what if we give you... 40 grand and you say and like and a producer credit on this and he's just like uh can Johnny Depp fuck my wife like well okay uh Tim Burton <laughs> one she's not your wife anymore and two um we don't really have anything to do with that and he's like oh, yeah, I guess put it in cool. the contract <laughs> <laughs> and and so like that was He's, his name's just on it. And then a bunch of all these other people. The thing that drives me nuts about this fucking... I, I know everything about this fucking dance. I haven't even fucking watched the show, but it's everywhere. And the story... I watched the story go from like, I'm being gaslit and knowing about this fucking TV show. There there are so many Netflix shows that I just don't know anything about. They just <laughs> like... They, they were on Netflix and then I didn't watch them. My favorite Netflix show of all time, the only good one, the first Netflix original, Lilyhammer, fucking Apex of Cinema... Uh, nobody talks about it. They couldn't fucking corporate the shit out of that, so people would like Lilyhammer. Mm-hmm. So we get a fourth fucking season of that TV show. They couldn't get the fucking thing out of their ass to let NRDK put the fucking show on a couple weeks before they put it on Netflix, so we have a fourth fucking season. But I can hear all fucking day about how fucking General fucking Ortega choreographed her own fucking dance, except. That when the fucking videos first started getting posted, they were like, oh, Jenna Ortega improvised this whole dance herself. And then people were like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense because it's pretty cohesive and you're cutting between multiple cameras. So how could there be multiple? Did you shoot it all as one shot? Like, ah, now we didn't choose one shot. Uh, So she she improvised it, but then she remembered it. So she's like, she choreographed it. She choreographed the dance. Like, she's just (laughs) fucking lurching around like a retard. It's not a fucking dance. And I'm guaranteeing she fucking god damn it! I'm sorry, I don't even fucking know who this girl is. I gotta see her fucking face plastered on yeah. fucking everywhere. It's infuriating. How many? I watched. I watched Adam's Family, the TV show, and I count how many times that Wednesday blinks. It's seven. Who the hell cares? Who the hell cares? Here's an interview. How hard was it to not blink? Now I'm gonna stare at the camera. Now Tim, you and I both live in 2022. Yeah. We saw Blade Trinity. <laughs> what does Blade Trinity have to do with this? Uh. Tim, you don't know what Blade Trinity has to do with this. There's a famous story about Blade Trinity where okay, Wesley okay, Snipes yes, yes, refused yes, yes, yes. to open his eyes. Yeah. So right. they went in and digitally that's put right. his eyes on that's his right. face. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you what they did was they just digitally removed eye blinks from the show. 
It takes nothing. You go in and mask around the eyes. You take the one frame, the eyes are closed. You delete the frame from the eyes, uh-huh. and now you have eyes that never blink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You pay a fucking intern to do it. It uh. takes nothing. I could do it to this show. Just like suck a fucking sitting and editing and just like like jerk off like a well I'd have to get like a lot shorter and a lot more Italian and I'd have to like get a, my own YouTube station but I'd be in there just like clickety clacking along editing my editing our eye blinks out oh mm-hmm. does Tim blink there or does he wink am I or do winks count I don't know who cares why would anybody possibly want to know anything about this fucking TV show I'm a guy I'm a guy that reads IMDb while I'm watching the movie that I'm watching. And I cannot imagine giving a fuck about how many times this girl blinks in a TV show. <laughs> especially, especially in an age where they fucking took a digital Robert Downey Jr. head and put it on the body of some other fucking guy in every Iron Man post Iron Man 3. Yeah. Like, <laughs> movies are not filmed anymore. They're they're put together in a lab by a team of scientists trying to like in, in create the most endorphins. And I like just from a default, all these fucking people like like oh my god ah! about this fucking TV show, and it's just like all it has been endless trash. It has been we have been living in fuck you. It's January since the mid two thousand tens. Yeah, and. This is just one more of them. They couldn't make their own. They're like, Tim Burton doesn't have any more fucking ideas left. So he can't churn out a new universe of a TV show about a girl who goes to school and doesn't dance and doesn't blink. But you watch fucking Adam's Family in 1991. So you'll fucking tune into this shit because you're a dipshit. And that's what mm-hmm. they're fucking counting on. They're counting on brand recognition. So you one more fucking time to sit down in there and fucking pull up another TV show and waste another 10 hours of your life. So that they can be like, oh, yeah, people love this shit. Instead of making something new, make something new. Adapt a different goddamn book. (laughs) I mean, it worked with Reacher. You know, obviously they had made the movies, but the movies are kind of, they kind of suck. They have the books, they adapted that. But like, fuck's sake, make a new thing. But now Tim Burton's out of ideas and no one else has that gothic style because we couldn't, it couldn't be like, uh, here's Jim Weatherby. Uh, he has this new gothic style of filmmaking. He wants to make everything like grim and interesting and black and white. And people be like, I don't know Jim Weatherby and I don't know this new original series. So I'm not going to fucking watch it. And they're like, all right, Tim Burton has a show based on the Adams family. Fucking wick, take shit up and take my money. Here's my yeah. $22 a month. Whatever the fuck Netflix costs now. Oh, Oh, and by the way, Netflix is adding ads. Fuck you. Told you so. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I, God, I just, like, like I said, I'm more and more in, when it comes to media, I feel like I have the They Live glasses on and I'm looking <laughs> around and I can see all the signs that say obey and like consume and all that stuff. And I just live in a world where people like, <laughs> There was a guy in one of the discords I'm in who was like, yeah, I've been watching Willow. It's not very good. Like, well, then stop watching it. <laughs> what? Well, what did you expect? Like, how many, you know, you- like 25 years after the original sequels have been good? Yeah. How many of these, how many, 
How many of those have been good? How many Lucasfilm TV shows have been good? How many things on Disney Plus have been good? How many, like, none of it. <laughs> none of it's been good. You know, George Bush got made fun of for the, the fool me once, <laughs> uh, shame on you. Uh, fool me twice. <laughs> fool me and I'll get fooled again. <laughs> you know, that like, that's the joke. But it's literally like, uh, fool me once, Star Wars A New Hope 2. Fool me twice, Star Wars The Final Countdown. Fool me three times, The Final Jedi. Fool me four times, The Mandalorian. Fool uh -huh. me five times, The fucking uh, Bob's Fret. Fool me six times, Andor. Fool me seven times, Willow. Fool me eight times, fucking Indiana Jones. People are excited about this fucking Indiana Jones movie. Like, what the hell is the matter with you? The last one was not good. It's widely reviled as one of the worst movies ever made. And now, yeah. 20 years later, they're churning out another one with Harrison Ford, who has absolutely no fucking interest in being anything ever again. But they fucking chart him out in front of a thing to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to do another Indiana Jones movie. It's going to be pretty great. Uh, can I get my check now? Oh, yeah, I'm here with this lady, Indiana Jones. She's great. It was great working with her. And people are going to fucking flock to that movie. And all those fucking Phantom Menace guys are going to watch it. And they're going to be like, this movie is terrible. It's a terrible affront to Indiana Jones. No fucking kidding. <laughs> you got fucking fooled into it again, you morons. It's just like people, everyone's getting tricked into consuming things because they reckon... Is, are they putting lead in the water? Maybe, Maybe. You, know what they're, you, know, I, you know what I think they're doing? They're putting lead in the bottled water, and people like me that drink tap water were completely <laughs> safe. Yeah. I, 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 I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. And I should not be learning about things which I have no interest. That Targeted is maybe advertising. The worst yeah. Targeted advertising. It was supposed to, like, I would totally, I totally understand why you would want to give me news and information about the new Star Trek shows. It's called Star yeah. Trek. I like Star Trek. Yeah. You yeah. can't suss out my individual opinions about these shows. That would be annoying. If I had an ad every fucking time I logged into YouTube that was like, this week on Star Trek, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Emotions, yeah. oh, crying. I'd be like, God damn it, this is fucking annoying. But, you know, makes sense. But it's like, have you watched Wednesday yet? No, I haven't watched the Polly Packet movie either. Would you like to advertise that to me, <laughs> you fucking moron? Why don't you show me some more shit about my period supplies or the fact that I could get armed services only car insurance? Uh, and so it's like, the, it's like, like it's, it's almost like they're deliberately not trying to serve you what they think you want. Yeah. Like they're like, they can trick me. I that. They must there. Do you remember the Josie and the Pussycats movie from like 2004, yes. 2005? You made right? me watch it. The whole plot of that movie is that they're putting subliminal messages in the audio yeah, yeah, yeah. to trick people into buying yeah. things. Uh -huh. And at the time that movie came out, it was like, boy, this shit's crazy, right? And, <laughs> and now it's like, that's the only way I can explain yeah. that this shit still gets attention. Like, there has to be a subliminal message in that Indiana Jones trailer when they play the, the slow, melancholy version of the theme. There has to be that in, the, it's like, 
baked in there so that people go on YouTube and are like, I got chills. Mm-hmm. Why would you get those? And why would you announce that you have those? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you uh, two, two words. Kevin Smith. Oh yeah. He's going to cry about it. Oh, that's, that's the mm-hmm. wrong show. Welcome to Gavin about Godzilla. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Smith is this, this week we're talking about the Kevin Smith directed episode of Godzilla where uh, Mothra sucks 37 dicks. <laughs> I watched clerks too a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So just to be like, nah, maybe Kevin Smith, maybe Kevin Smith always sucked. Right. Cause he's such a huge fag now. Mm-hmm. And I watched clerks too. And man, it stands up. It's a good movie. You know what doesn't? Clark's, Clark's one. Yeah. Clark's the original one. I never liked it. It's a little rough. But I, I think I, even like the dialogue, I mean, like, like like the 37 joke is pretty funny, but I think as a whole, that movie doesn't stand up. Yeah. The Last of Us trailer is a slow version of Take it On does. Me. It does. Yeah. <sighs> it does. They're making a Last of Us movie now, and it look—it's a HBO sh- series, and it looks so pretty good. So it's it's just the video game cutscenes, but you don't have to press X every like forty-five yeah. minutes. Yeah. Oh, X. Oh, okay, cool. Anyway, well, that's my issue. Wednesday, could not give a less of a fuck about it. Please stop showing me information about it. And I hope Jen Ortega has a stroke and dies, and they're not able to make season two. Is that who plays Wednesday? Yes! And why do I know that, Tim? Why do I know it? I just assumed, but... Adding Lena72 on uh, Twitch says hi, and then hello. How about that? We got a Twitch viewer, Tim. Nice. Anyway, well, this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. Catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call in the Heroes Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on the Discord, and we have a voicemail upload channel over there. I do have a couple more voicemails from there, but first, let's get to some of these in the voicemail hotline. There are a bunch. Hey, it's uh, Hey Tab. Hey, whoever's on. Uh, it's John Hula, Flatwoman. Um, I... I, it comes up. It has to come up every week. Fucking GPS apps. I swear to God. I'm, Google's got this thing now where it will choose the, the most fuel efficient route. And it gives you at least five, it gives you five different routes if you're going on like a two hour drive, which I am. I went the easiest one that's just down a highway. And in the middle of the route, it starts switching back and forth to the most fuel-efficient one. There's, like, some secret setting that I have to click every time I want to start a new route that says, please, stop fucking with me. I just want to go down the highway. Stop pinging me every time that I miss an exit because I just want to go one way. Please. And the other apps will just follow suit. So they're going to do the same fucking thing. Yeah. Because it's Google, and Google runs everything. All right.
Yeah, and they they give you this thing, right? And and you don't you don't like it, and you're like, hey, I don't like this Google, and they go, yeah, we don't we don't care. <laughs> the fuel efficient routes is really annoying because I have it ticked, I have it turned off, right? Yeah. But even then, it'll still it'll still prioritize those routes, and it'll be like, yeah, this route's two minutes faster. Then fucking take that route. Don't I don't fucking care about fuel efficiency. Yeah. I I pour a gallon of gasoline on the ground just out of out of principle every time I fill up. Fuck you. <clears throat> oh, that yeah, that's fucking irritating. I had GPS. I was navigating. Um, I was going to a place I hadn't been in the city before, so I like pulled it up on my my phone, and, and so it gives me this one route where I kind of like take this straight shot over to it, and then it gives me this other route where I I take the mostly the same route right, and then I turn right, and then and I go like north for half a mile, mm-hmm. and then I turn left onto another street. And then I take yeah. a right into a parking lot and I mm-hmm. do a little Yui in that parking lot. When I come out of that parking lot and go straight south again and get back on the road about a half a mile from where I got off. So I've now driven like two extra miles and I I'm looking at this map and I'm just like, are you retarded? <laughs> Cause that's the only thing that can explain to me why the fuck yeah. we're taking this route. <clears throat> I didn't take that route. It was almost like when you like you'll build I'll, sometimes I'll build a map of like a big road trip or something. And I'll, I'll like plot points of where I want to go. Like, I'm going to go to the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Then I want to hit like the, like largest is the barbed wire museum. Mm-hmm. So I'll like put all those dots on there. It was almost like one of those dots was kind of out of the way. And it was like, Oh shit, I'm going to come way over here. <laughs> uh, but, it, but it, it wasn't, I didn't fucking get it. I think it. they just like, they've, 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 they have too much infra- data now. They have too much data now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they need to be simplified. You just be like, I need to go here. Get me there. Just, just get me there as fast as humanly possible. Yeah. Oh damn it! That's a Joel. I wonder if I can mark this un unread. Nope. Oh shit! You know what I just found? A download button. How many years have we been doing this? <laughs> Hey, uh, I guess I missed the uh, Here's What I Do Get Better or whatever you're calling it. But I want to add two short ones that relate. And uh, as 24-hour towing services and – oh, I forgot the other one. But either way, um, so, yeah, I hit a deer. And the fact that there was a 24-hour towing guy who would show up in the middle of Buttfuck, Nowhere, Kansas, to pick me up and take me to a place where there was actually, like, civilization – it was great. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I remember the other one. I was going to see uh, insurance agents who know what they're doing, but fuck me. It turns out I just learned today the person who's been handling my claim, literally her first day on the job, first claim ever. So mm-hmm. I, of course, get to do, deal with all of the fuck-ups she's doing because of that, taking way more time to get my fucking car dealt with than it probably should have. Now I'm going to have to deal with the fact that she lowballed the fuck out of my car and trying to negotiate something so I'm not getting butt-fucked over the uh, repair costs and or the uh, title the uh, title repossession or whatever the fuck they call it, like insurance called by the back So, uh, yeah, I guess that wasn't where I just uh, do get, but anyway. Yeah, I guess uh, thanks for being around, guys. It's uh, been pretty good. Um, I guess this is season four now. Six. Uh, anyway, have a good one.
yeah, don't you just love when there's like a company that you pay things for and then you have to like solve their problems for you? Yeah, yeah. Like an insurance company. Uh, here's one from Harry Zoe in the Discord. Australia 3. Morning, Harrison from Australia here. I just like to say a big fuck you to Captain Carl. Just because you're too poor to be able to afford a fucking motorcycle, it doesn't mean everybody else is. Fuck you. <laughs> this is Australia 3 Part 2. Also, you don't like Australia either? Sure, we're a bit retarded when it came to COVID and our politicians constantly jerk off the Aboriginals here. But at least we drive on the right side of the road and don't do fucking tipping. Why don't you use one of your freedom guns to kill yourself? Thank you. I I don't know if, if an Australian should be uh, bragging about their driving, considering that every month I watch a compilation of... Uh, Australian Australia's worst owners. drivers. Australian dash cam footage. Yeah. Uh, finally, here's one from Unknown. Here's what I get. In season 14, episode 88 of the classic American document. Oh, no. Henry <laughs> series, Mr. Ed. Ed kills a rogue chimp that is stealing from him. As a result, Ed ends up in prison where he befriends a baboon. While he's in prison, Mr. Ed's younger brother, Master Ed, follows in his footsteps of hating primates. This leads to young Ed being killed by an ape. What I don't get is Ed went to prison for killing a thieving chimp. Why is that a crime? That's ridiculous. That's not how the law should work. Tim, we've lost control of the Mr. Ed bit. The weirdest part was that I think Andy forgot to put his voice filter on. I don't know if you noticed that, but Andy forgot to put that. his voice filter on. Yeah. Yeah. He's much more serious about that episode of Mr. Ed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Well, those are all the voicemails. I've got a couple here that are looks like they're to Tony and one to Joel, which... Uh, one of them is the sound of an eyeball getting gouged. I, I should also for, announce for this. Next week for episode 317, we're going to have our first three-host episode. It's going to be me, Tony, and Joel. So we got to hear both all three of these these voicemails. Cool. And there was much rejoicing. So uh, anyway, well, everybody, thanks for listening to the show. Actually, there was one more thing I wanted to address. Uh, Supplementality said, can you explain the significance of the sherry cask? Early in the episode, I was talking about how I love whiskey aged in a sherry cask. So they, they age sherry. Uh, which is another liqueur in casks. I think it's oak. Oak, and yeah. then they'll, you know, they'll put that and they'll bottle that, and then they'll finish a whiskey inside that same box, and so it'll get kind of the sweetness of the sherry. Yep. And the more you age whiskey, just like the the better it gets. Yeah. So when you finish it in a sherry cask, it has this nice, like, smooth, sweet flavor in addition to the the inherent whiskey flavor that you have going on. So there's like uh, scotches do it a lot. I have like a couple different Macallans that are aged in sherry cask. Is that a silver seal that's aged in a sherry cask. Um, you can't do bourbon in a sherry cask because if it's aged in a sherry cask, it's no longer it's bourbon. It's not bourbon, yeah. Yeah. But uh, they also do, do like, I, like I said, earlier, they, they also cask. do um, port wine barrels or port wine casks. Yep. Uh, Yep. I don't know, there's, like, there's, there's, is there another 
type of wine. They must do other types of wines too, I guess. Scotches will age in bourbon casks because bourbon has yes. to be yeah. new charred American oak. So, in fact, most of your sherry casks were probably a bourbon cask that then they put sherry in that then they aged scotch mm-hmm. in. And it's just like this big circle of, of casks going on. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but I, I finally like, I started to. One of the nice things about having a hundred whiskeys on your bar and you're like, I really like this one and this one and this one and this one is that you can start to go like the Asian cask, Asian sherry cask, Asian sherry cask, Asian sherry cask, Asian sherry cask. I fucking think I like Asian sherry cask things. <laughs> and then you start just buying them and you're like, oh, that's Asian sherry cask. Let me try it. Fucking great. Love it. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, that's it for this week's episode. Join us next week with Tony and Joel, our first like big crossover event. In preparation for the future. What's the future, Tim? It's what comes after now. The future is now. Old man. Old man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Two people who've spent far too much time together. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week.